0: I'm with Huda Assel, who is one of the authors, or actually the coordinator of a report that came out from the Commission des droits de les personnes et les droits de la jeunesse uh, here in Quebec, um, who have issued a report, uh, The Acts of Hate, um, looking at xenophobia, racism, Islamophobia in Quebec. Um, the report was released recently. It's over 300 pages. There's a summary available. Um, so we're going to talk about this a bit. Hi. Hello. Hey, thanks for joining us. Um, So this report is something that didn't happen fast. Um, There's a context. You worked on this for a very long time. Um, So can you just give us a bit of an overview of what was the objectives of this report and uh, why why um, why why it took place? Like, how did we arrive at this point where this report was a priority for the commission?
1: So actually it's the government of Quebec who mandated the commission to document xenophobic and Islamophobic acts of hate and it was under its its 5-year action plan to combat radicalization but actually the main the main reason we conducted this uh, this uh, study is because we realized that there were very few studies mm-hmm. on this topic and field research specifically mm-hmm. uh, who could help us understand this phenomenon um and so it was so the objective is is also to had a, a clear to have a clearer picture of the situation and uh, to identify ways of preventing and combating uh, acts of hate uh, in the province. So we decided to undertake this qualitative study of the experience of people who uh, went through uh, uh, who, who experienced acts of hate uh, in Quebec. So we interviewed eighty six victims of. Uh, of those acts. And we interviewed more than 50 members and uh, various organizations across uh, the the province of Quebec. And in like, we went to more than seven regions uh, in the province to interview people.
0: Beyond just a statement or like, you know, sort of a, a press release to say, you know, the rights of people in Quebec should be supported or were against racism We're against Islamophobia. You went into the details of how racism and Islamophobia occur on a day to day level by exchanging and interviewing and also building relationships with people who have experienced this racism across Quebec. Can you talk about the centrality of that sort of process to this report?
1: Yes, so it was really important to us to uh, document uh, what people were saying, their voices, and also what the organization that could represent or at least have a contact uh, with all the the different communities. And some of them are very vulnerable, so you have to go through the organization to meet them. But we also interviewed uh, police surfaces. We also did a whole uh, research on the legal aspects of acts of hate in the province. But I. I it's true that the field work and the fact, the the fact of uh, to give voice actually to 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 the people for them to uh, describe exactly the context in which uh, an act of hate or many acts of hate because a lot of people describe the frequency of those acts happening to them and also the effect they had they had on them and it's very important when we talk about discrimination in general to think about the Effects and the very important actually psychological, physical, uh, all kinds of changing of habits, like a third of the people we interview say they 've changed their habits their daily, d- daily life um, mm. habits to, to because of a, an act of hate, and we also documented and it was really important to us uh, if people go to complain or no. Uh, to any institution, if uh, whereas it's the police or uh, the commission or the Régie du logement or uh, the the institution that protect them in the workplace, etc.
0: Well, that decision to actually speak with uh, quote unquote an authority on whatever issue is coming up is obviously something that is um, difficult for people. Um, who have experienced Islamophobia, who have experienced racism, but you actually spent the time to go and talk with people one-on-one on on a human level and build relationships. And as you mentioned, you went to seven regions of Quebec, not just Montreal, not just Quebec City. So how was that experience of talking with people who have had racism or Islamophobia, xenophobia impact them? Um, why was that process of building those relationships important?
1: So it's, it's very interesting actually to do a research through an organization like the Commission because we sent uh, official letters to many organizations to ask them to participate in the study. But in, on the ground then we also uh, contacted many groups we already knew. Uh, and I'm saying we because I have to say that uh, the, the this work is a very collective work. Yeah. And we had uh, three research assistants that were really wow. great. Uh, I'm going to give their names, actually. It's Saadatou Abdul Karim, um, Salma Tanoush Ben-Nani, and uh, F. Torres. And actually, the three of them were really dedicated on the ground. And each of them had contacts and also worked in yeah. a way or another in their academic or community work uh, on with many different groups right. so the you, if you multiply, actually, the, the entry and the ways of like, con- contacting people, it was really helpful. And also after that, each organization who wanted, who, were, who was really uh, preoccupied, actually, and worried about the phenomenon, also some of them were really helping us, sending sure. it through their own mailing list, asking people, telling us, oh, I know someone who came and she was attacked and maybe I can give you her contact, etc. Wow. So little by little, we were able to talk to 86 people. But but it's true that once the people accepted to meet with us, we had, you have to show a lot of flexibility. You have to meet them in the places and the way they want. Uh, and it's like people giving their time to testify. And we have to be really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful. And I really hope that, this report will, will, will give them justice to what they say, but also will make a difference and will change things. And that groups and, and institution and everybody is going to like take this into account and try to push for public policies, for a change, and for those people to be more protected uh, and their rights be more protected uh, in general in society. Because hate of act and racism and Islamophobia in general, it affects the whole society. It's like, it's not just the people. It's not just the community. It's all all of us at the end of the day.
0: I'm just going to... Um, so you've been involved in doing anti-racist... You've been involved in doing anti-racist work for a long time at the community-based level. You also did... Um, in academic context, you looked at the history of um, immigration in regards to the Arab experience in Canada, um, dating back to the late 1800s. Um, and now you've worked on this report uh, as part of the Commission de droits de les personnes et les droits de la jeunesse here in Quebec, uh, Hoda. So what can you... Can you? T- we we heard about the relationships you built in the process, but as somebody who's who's engaged with these issues for a long time, uh, that decision to work with like uh, an official institution of the Quebec government, why why was that important for you? I mean, obviously, the Commission de l'Édouard de la personne is coming from a context, and like activist groups pushed for that to exist for many many decades before it existed. I think since 1975. But, um now we're in two thousand and nineteen, a lot of these issues of systemic racism continue to exist. Uh, this report is standing there now. Um, so why was it important to work on that sort of level?
1: I think it's very important actually that the commission uh did this research because i'm I'm just a researcher at the commission so actually it's it's the report of an institution, and I have to. Um, to say here that it's a collective work and that many people it was read and ap- approved and voted uh, by uh, all the members of the commission so it's an official position of the commission this is how we yeah. we explain it and because there are rec- recommendation in it so uh, at the end we have commitments as a commission to continue yeah. doing the work the work of awareness education for rights etc and also we're recommending the government to take more seriously and to combat uh, racism discrimination racial profiling and hate of acts of course and we reiterate some of the recommendation we had before so i think it it gives a a, a more strength actually to a, a study uh, that was actually sociologically a classical study that i could have done in the university on a smaller scale, I guess, because here, because it's collective and it's an institution, it was, I was able to do something bigger. And um, um, I think the strength of it, it's also because the commission has the legitimacy to look at those issues on a legal uh, way, but also a systemic way. So we always work together as sociologists and, and legal uh, specialists. And we, uh, we try to have both uh, angles when we analyze a topic like this one. And it's also important because for groups of the society, uh, um, peop- people who defend rights, who work against anti- racism, who works with communities, who works with uh, uh, immigrants, for all those people, saying that the commission is supporting uh, uh, recommendation uh, to 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 fight racism is is important. I think, mm-hmm. and uh, and yes, the commission has this history to be the 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 institution that uh, defends the Charter of Human Rights and Freedoms in Quebec. Mm-hmm. That's very important because this is where every uh, individual a fundamental right is defended and should be protected. And this is where people can go and complain when their rights are violated.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and we're in 2019. I mean, the research for this report took place over many years, three years, 2015 to 2018. But of course, we're in fall 2019. And this is like a time where we're seeing like a lot more discussion about Islamophobia and also systemic racism. Um, A lot of the time we hear individual stories. um, And what I found really striking about hearing you talk about your work here is I, I believe it was 87 people. 86 yeah. 86 excuse me 86 people that you interviewed i mean in a way it feels like this report is almost like a collective action you know um when 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 things happen on that sort of broader scale in terms of like showing this as a i mean a social reality um yeah could you talk about it as sort of like that that sort of group aspect or like yeah
1: well we tried also to show, and this is an angle that we take, is that hates of acts are not individual acts. Those are acts that affect people, yeah. individuals, psychologically, of course, as yeah. I was saying, they can change their habits, they can go through depression, they can feel excluded, they can want to leave a city or a country. Uh, they, they, they can be really affected and, like, scared also, the fear people were. A lot talking about the fear if you're like insulted or threatened, or and then the next day you don't want to go out and go to the same places. So yes, it's individual acts that uh, will affect individual people, but at the same time, it's affect the whole community. When you do an act of vandalism against a place of worship, it traumatized a whole society, a whole community, and we can see that, of course, with the shooting and the. Quebec Mosque in 2017, and actually we started the fieldwork just after the shooting, and people were like, "It was." They were all traumatized. Everybody was talking about that, and uh, I feel we're not talking about it enough. Uh, the, the the shooting, to be honest, and and as as a as a an event and a phenomenon, I do think yeah. it it still have impacts in the for the Muslim community and specifically, but on not only I think for for all people who uh, were really uh, shocked and, 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 and scared by that. So uh, it's very important to see it as a, a social phenomenon that could affect um, living together, uh, uh, feeling uh, a well-being in, in yeah, the society. Yeah. And we also asked that to people, we yeah. told them, how do you feel in Quebec, simply? And some people were like, I'm very happy, I've been there forever, I, I have a sense of belonging, but racism is really difficult. And the image in the media, and the fact that in public discourse, they're always talking about us, us as immigrants, us as black people, as as Muslims, of course, our uh, religious sign, of course, there's a big, uh, uh, there were many people were talking about that, of, of the headscarf, and how, how women were specifically targeted.
0: Well I mean in a way it's so amazing like this shows the complexity of like society and state institutions the Commission de la Droits de la Personne et les Droits de la Jeunesse of Quebec is obviously autonomous from the government but this report is taking place in 2019 when you know law 21 is in effect and many human rights organizations and community groups are challenging the law in court protesting the law so um, yeah, in a way, it's 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 um, really amazing that the report came out now in this in this context to talk about not just Islamophobia as a term, but in terms of like what people have directly experienced and showing it in a more systemic way. Um, you were working on this report a long time. Uh, how did how how are you feeling now about about everything that happened?
1: Well, it's interesting you're asking that after talking about the the Law 21. Uh, The Commission actually um, commented, because this is one of our mandate too, to comment and to to say when a law is, uh, a project of law at that time, could be discriminatory, sure. and this is what the commission said. And we took the commitment to uh, document what's going to happen after uh, Law Twenty-One, and we're still observing now. Sure. For now, uh, the feeling I have is is not a very optimistic feeling. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I, I would love I, I would have uh, loved if uh, more groups and community groups actually take this report and push and 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 that that this report helps people to confirm and to give voices to things they were saying for a long time. Many uh, Muslim communities, immigration uh, groups, anti-racist groups were saying we really have a problem of acts uh, and hate online, for example, or uh, acts against uh, women who wear the headscarf or uh, anti-black sure, racism sure. or racial profiling. Sure. And, and I, actually, my hope is more that the, the groups who are really targeted by uh, this this racism today could take this report and push with it and say sure. there was a recommendation, we want them to be implemented. Sure. Uh, and this this is what my hope is actually, because we, as you say, we're an independent organization, we do reports and we hope that it's gonna spread and, and people will take it. And, and uh, uh, of course, I, 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 the recommendation we do it to the government. Yeah. So this is yeah. the other
0: <laughs> and also demand. But it's a but tool for people. It's a yeah, tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! Thank you so much, Huda. Thank you. Thank you.